We're back. We're late. It happens. Life happens. <laughs> sorry. Kind of sorry. Huh? Better late than never. That's true. So we're here. We're doing this at 10 o'clock on a Friday. Like, yeah. is that. I mean, that's, that, that's uh, actually really on brand for us. Yeah, but like, we're not old. Like, is that bad? I don't. I'm not sure yet. But we're here. We made it. Right. Well, we got to this point. Yeah, you know what? Whatever. Yeah, so welcome back, everyone. Um, probably the best episode of the whole season, my opinion, it is the best episode of the entire season so far. Yeah, I think so. Absolutely loved it. I didn't think so at the time because I don't like, ha- <clears throat> um, I didn't like how CT made himself look, but with a uh. couple with a couple days in between, I kind of, you, you digest it and it's like, yeah, you know what? This really was. Besides the first episode, it was it was definitely the best. Yeah, and we'll talk about that more, I'm sure. But, um, but yeah, it was just, it was a really great episode. So much happened. It was just full of surprises, and we love that because we've been critical of the show recently. Very. So, they gave us, they gave us what we wanted. I think. I've said this a couple of times, but I've been waiting for a double elimination, and we got it. It had it had to be coming because with the with the women being down, yeah, um, there were a lot of women who have yeah. yeah I mean, there were, were there being so few women compared to the guys, mm-hmm. right? Had to be it. It had to happen. You know what I mean? And you're you're getting so close. They still had way too many people. Right. Right. Well, before we jump in, though, do we want to talk a little bit about our direction of the podcast moving forward? Yeah, I mean, I don't, like, if you're listening to this, chances are you have seen the episode, so we don't need to give you a play-by-play. Yeah, we decided we're not going to continue doing, like, super in-depth recaps Yeah, anymore. and I guess maybe to think that you're listening to this for our opinion may be a little bit vain, so. Yeah. Sorry, I guess. We're going to or... be recapping some of the episode. Yeah. More in, like, chunks and overarchingly but because we we kind of did that already we hopped into a bunch we hopped into tangents so often yeah which i i think i don't think was bad though no i actually really liked our last episode and i think after after we recorded last week we kind of thought yeah this is something we actually like to do and we want to keep doing is talking more in depth about some of the larger themes that come up and when we're recapping for over an hour we don't have almost, a lot of time for that. Almost two hours. Yeah. So we're going to adjust moving forward for now. And I hope that you all still enjoy it and want to listen to it. Um, but we're really excited about it. At least I am because I like talking about, you know, just reality TV in general. And I feel like that's kind of the direction that we want to go moving forward or just like incorporating it more into um, into like the episode. So, yeah. So to start us off with our overarching recap, like I said, we did have a double elimination this episode, which was amazing. I've been waiting for it. And we picked up at the elimination. Yeah. Um, and we end up having Josh and Nani go against Devin and Gabby um, as like one set of people. And then against Josh and Nani was CT and Big T. And against Devin and Gabby 
was Jarrell and Amber. Mm-hmm. But because it was a men's elimination, we just saw the men go against each other. How did you feel about this elimination in general? I don't understand why... Like, I, I kind of do and I kind of don't why Devin picked Darrell. Because, like... Kyle, yeah, because CT Kyle did was, give him the choice. I forgot. Yeah, Kyle was still up there. Um... Couldn't CT have made it so... Well, no, CT wanted Josh. So, I mean, I just, you know... Actually, you know what? Saying it, I guess Darrell would be your second choice out of the guys who are left. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I Personally, I don't... Really? Well, <laughs> I, I can see why Devin went that way. I'm not saying he would be my second choice. He's older. You know what I mean? He hasn't been on the show in a while. He hasn't been in elimination in a while. So, I see where that line of thinking goes i'm not saying it was a good choice um and it's it's kind of it's very on brand for devin you know what i mean he sent me down here so yeah you know what fuck it if i go home i go home but i'm taking my shot because yeah, he he's the, big he's the one who I sent can, me down here i can respect that it's it was a very devin move um, it was because he was he kind of said something about like oh i already beat johnny once and wes once and which he has and he has so yeah i mean i can respect it i don't really know if i count the west win yeah. Wait, was that this season? Yeah. My God. Wes I feel like this season's Wes. been going on for... Wes is... Wow. I think Wes might be done. Yeah, he really gave up this, this, this season. This was so. not a good season for him. It really wasn't. Um, it really but wasn't. He beat, he beat Johnny fair and square in the past season. Mm-hmm. Um, he did. Yeah. So, the, the Devin and Darrell round was much better than the CT and Josh round. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Yeah, it was much closer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, CC and Josh looked not great at it. They just looked like big meatballs flying around. Yeah. CC like at least had like stretches. Yeah. Where he was doing all right, but Josh was. I mean, he granted CT also had stretches where it was like, all right, dude, yeah, like you're not much more coordinated than Josh in terms of this event. Um, but, but Josh is They're just, just big so, dudes for yeah. this kind of challenge <laughs> or this uh, kind of elimination. Yeah, so I, it was like a little comical, so... but also, yeah, yeah CT kind of had the advantage of knowing how to do it prior because he's, yeah, he's done things like this before. He kind of had made observations. I don't feel like Josh, no. it's not really typical of Josh. It doesn't seem so. Josh isn't much of a thinker. Yeah, it does. It. I can definitely see him feeling at the eliminations like, phew, I wasn't picked. And then just kind of being like, yeah, whoever wins, whatever. Yeah. Like cheering people on, but not really taking note to the actual elimination itself. No. So. I like the added puzzle aspect, though. I know, but they're, they're doing that with everything. Yeah. I, well, it's, that's not to say I like recycling the elimination, because I, I still hate that. Mm-hmm. Um, but... The puzzle aspect right. was sort of redeeming. I didn't hate it. I mean, it, it was it started off really exciting, so... I would have liked a headbanger. Me too. For this... Have they done pole wrestle for the guys? I think so. Who was that? Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of Kyle's with the rings, or if they were rings. I feel like they're all mushing together in my brain. Yeah. Because no, we've I think you're done right. the same Yeah, ones. it was like a variation. Yeah. So 
I don't know. I, I really liked this episode. I liked the elimination a lot. I liked that it was a double elimination. Oh, yeah. I'm happy to see CT and Darrell, who are older guys, yep. winning elim- the elimination and getting their gold skulls and sending arguably the two most annoying people in the house home. So, yeah, it was a, it was a great episode, just even with the elimination. Um, yeah, but the elimination was good, but what really started the episode being good was after CT won. Oh, yeah, of course. Because Well, I try to block this out from my brain because I It could have been a cool like, moment. I... You know how hard I go for CT, so I was really disappointed. Yeah, I did not like and this. And I, I really just... It took me a second to get back into the episode afterwards, to be yeah, honest with you. Yeah, I really didn't expect this. Um, and I, I don't know why I felt so... I honestly felt upset the entire episode. I don't know why I felt so strongly about it, but it was just... I think because it didn't stop. It, it didn't, and it, and it went against how we see CT on the show. This well, was it, very counter to how he is on the show. Well, does or it almost as of recently? I to guess. me, yeah, it, that's exactly where I was going. Like, it almost feels like he reverted. Mm-hmm. But like, he wasn't aggressive or anything. It was just, I didn't understand. I didn't understand it. I was very confused at the choice in just his behavior to do all of that. Yeah, I mean, the choice to pick Cam. It's the obvious one, but the way he... The, it was the way he did it. The, yeah, you just, you don't... Let, let alone if Big T's not your partner, you don't need to disrespect your partner in switching unless there's, like, really bad blood. But, like, the relationship everybody thought you had, um, and we're guilty of this because we were probably, like, one of some of the biggest fans of that pairing out there um yeah that is gone i i i saw this on the challenge reddit and facebook groups too but some people keep saying yeah ct should have picked cam it's just a game big t shouldn't have been upset i could not disagree with that more I mean, yeah. yeah, it is a game, sure. But honestly, I just, I felt like I was disappointed in CT because he kind of created this front of like caring for Big T and like wanting to be this upstanding guy on the show and caring for his partner. Because it wasn't that he picked Cam, exactly what you said. It wasn't that he picked Cam. That was the obvious choice. It was how he did it. Yeah. And it was so obnoxious. Yeah, it was bad. It was so hurtful. I had secondhand embarrassment for Big T. Which, it's not even her fault at all. It's just no. I felt secondhand like, humiliation for her. She got him to uh, to the double or to be in the double agent. She was the reason they won that challenge for him to even be able to go in, and I just thought 
I don't know. I just thought it was really disrespectful. Oh, it was incredibly disrespectful. And it didn't stop there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it kept going. Like it, I don't. It kind of feels like he flipped a switch. You know what I mean? In terms of their personal relationship, I think he was trying to do what you were saying is be like the big brother, be the upstanding guy on the show, but he was doing it for different reasons than we thought. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And and that ended. So it's, I don't know, but it, past that, when they got back to the house, I mean, start, like starting like the Kyle and him stuff. You know what I mean? Like what Kyle is butthurt, get over it, dude. Like, you would have done the same thing if you were in CT's spot. So, like, that well, he was... he did, didn't he? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he literally he's... took Cam from somebody, too. So, like, yeah. I, dude, Kyle, get over it. Um, but, like, usually during seasons, Kyle and CT are somewhat on the same page. You know what I mean? Like, middle ground guys don't pick sides until they have to. And, and friends. You know what I mean? And it's just... It was a weird sight and ct not understanding that like dude stop picking fights it was i don't know I and then just the his shit i'm sorry to cut you off and then no, just the fine. shit the the shit of the bonfire too like it, it was just like one thing yeah i want to talk more about that then yeah it was just one thing after another with ct that was just like dude this is like you pretty much just assassinated your own character he had an opportunity like i'm just i'm trying to put myself in that position and if i were him and i genuinely did care about my partner even if they weren't that good during the challenges i if i actually cared about them i would have turned to them and said hey i love you i I'm really sorry that I'm about to do this, but I need to switch partners because I'm on the outs of the main alliance here and I need to get back in to win this game. That's exactly what Big T said she would have been all right with, which is the thing. Do you remember that? Yeah, she, yeah, I do. I remember that now. She even, she said like, if you just told me it was because you, you know, you just wanted to, you know, I think for, I think for her, it just seemed like, his lack of acknowledgement of, like, if we think back to that moment, he didn't even look her in the eye. No. He just turned around and started yelling at Cam, saying, I want you as my partner. I wish, I I knew I made such a mistake. Not a day goes by. Not a day goes by that I, you know, think about that. It was just... It, it was, was weird. It was really bad. It was weird. Um, that and that's the thing that needs to be clear. Like all, to all these people on the Facebook groups and the and the Reddit saying like she shouldn't be upset. Nobody like nobody's arguing it was the right game move to pick Cam. Like we said it while we were watching the show. Yeah, he should pick Cam. Yeah, he's gonna pick Cam. It's the way he did it. Like, he, he, you don't have to be obnoxious. Like, he was rude and hurtful towards Big T for, for absolutely no good reason. Mm-hmm. Right. And he basically built her up this entire season. Yeah. Just to really humiliate her and knock her down 
far past what she was at before. Or at least that's how I felt. Yeah. Like this this to it's me It's kind of like two steps forward, three steps back type thing. Yeah, this to me is kind of seems like the like we we were kind of building Big T up to be like such a force in the show moving forward like a fan favorite character. And now I'm not sure if she comes back if CT's on a season. Yeah. It's and I think too, I mean, I think to all of the other really obnoxious people on this show who have treated their partners badly, I want to I want to also acknowledge that I don't think it's a coincidence that the people who have acted poorly towards their partners on this show are typically the guys acting poorly against their girl partners. And because like Devin did that too, Fessy did that. I'm just kind of getting sick of it, to be honest. And I think the CT thing, why I'm so disappointed is because I really thought he was better than that. I mean, he's in his 40s or or like 40 in his 40s. I'm sorry, but you're, you're a grown ass man. You should not be acting like this. And you should know that that's wrong. Yeah. Especially and on a television show that a few million people watch. Yeah. And and to triple down on it, like the the shit later at the bonfire made it so much worse. Yeah, so let's let's talk about that a little bit. I want to quickly say I don't disagree with some of the stuff he said. For I mean, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you probably did watch the episode. In the rare chance that you didn't yet, in summary, CT tries to apologize to Big T in a very theatrical way, which I personally have an issue with. Same. Uh, I don't know if that was the producers trying to make him make a big thing out of it. Probably to some extent, but I have a personal issue with people... When they need to apologize, they make it about them. And that's what was happening, mm-hmm. in my opinion, with CT. Definitely. I think Big T strikes me as the kind of person that if you would just pull her aside and say that you were sorry, she would accept that. So I don't really know why he had to make a whole campfire with snacks and blankets. like kind of bizarre because that's not really conducive to, like I think of like people doing that as friends. I don't know, it just felt like a weird setting for that to even happen. And he kind of made it about himself. It was just really strange. And then when he actually pulled her outside, it just, it went off the rails really fast. Um. I felt like he, I felt like it was this weird conversation where he was trying to apologize. Without actually apologizing. Without actually apologizing. And because she didn't find that acceptable, he then started getting defensive. And he also said some things that I thought were completely out of line. Same. 
It's like, I don't understand how you go from apologizing to someone and saying something along the lines of like, you have the spirit inside of you to like do this basically. Like you can do all of this. And in the same breath then saying, you're not cut out for this final. I don't get that. Yeah, don't try too hard. You're not going to, there's nothing to get. It's just, it was, it was strange. Even if you believe that, even if you believe that, one, that doesn't need to be said. Like, just because you think something doesn't need, doesn't mean it needs to be said. And two, that is no place in an apology. Like, your, your opinions, when you're in the wrong, have no part in an apology. That's normally how it goes, right? I mean, I don't. That, with that being said, I, the only part that I agree with him about, and this is a very, very small part of what he was saying in his argument, because it turned into an argument by his own accord, was him telling her that, like, her, like, you, you don't need anybody's approval. Like, you, like, you as a person, I, I forget how exactly he worded it, but, like, she commented something to CT about like uh, like I leaned on you to um, to like help build me up and like give me confidence and then he retorted like like you don't need that from me you don't need that from anybody like you are big enough as a person like you you are strong uh, you're you're a strong enough woman like you you don't need anybody for that that's the only part that I was like all right that's a good comment that doesn't even bring you close to being so far out of the hole, like so far in the hole that you just, you have your own foot so far in your mouth. It's coming out your own ass. Like this is. Yeah. Well also don't forget that right after he said that pretty much, he said, how would you feel if I had to tell my son that I lost a million dollars? That's where I was going. Yeah. That's where I was going next. Like, dude, like what and exactly what you said this isn't about you like big t doesn't give a shit about how you have to tell your son you didn't win a game show mm-hmm. that's that's not her responsibility no it's not it's nobody <laughs> it's nobody's responsibility and to be quite honest it's not a responsibility right like you made the choice to go quarantine and go to a foreign country for four to five months out of the year and be away from your son I don't like that's nobody's responsibility to quote unquote be the reason why you didn't bring home a cash prize. I don't, it's just like, and then he just kept doubling and tripling down and just it's. And didn't, and what really frustrates me about him even bringing his son into it is one, completely out of line. Everyone's there for their own reasons. You're not going to say, do you really want to be the reason why I don't get a million dollars so I can like help out my parents? Like, it's just. Yes, I do. To be to be quite honest, if I would, I, yes, I would like to be that reason because that means I get to help out mine. Your reason is not better than mine. That that's that's it because he's pretty much saying, you're not gonna win this, so leave me go. But he doesn't know that Big T won't win this, like. I mean, chances are probably not, but like she's there for her reasons too. I also just, I also just feel like 
I, I, I don't know. I, I was just really disappointed by the way he was going about going about the entire conversation. Yeah. I thought it's, it was really immature and it's a very it's a very rookie move this whole episode mm-hmm. on his part because I mean he's, he's now partners with Cam. Cam yeah. said it a bunch of times like dude, you're now partners with me. Stop bringing heat our way. Well, if he wasn't partners with Big T for the majority of the season, he would have been voted in how many times? Yeah. Like he has Big T to thank for the reason why people didn't even want to send them in. And why he was able to put himself in. And what, yeah. and what you and said, is, yeah. uh, what you just said about him not knowing uh, if Big T can, can win this or nothing or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Devin went to the final and hiked up a volcano when CT didn't even make the final that season. Right. People make the final every year who you're kind of not expecting. And also Melissa. Yeah, and when they're in the final, pregnant, like a lot of people seem to find a different gear and a different part of themselves. Definitely, yeah, for for sure. Like, there's always one person who makes the final where kind of surprised. Yeah, we're really expecting them to make it, you know. So now they may they they usually don't win, but. They have, at that point, an equal chance as everybody else in the final to win the million dollars. So, and this kind of got me thinking, is CT the real villain of this season? What do you think? He is now. I I I didn't really think there was a clear villain Mm -hmm. up until now. That's why I kind of think that he is. This he season, is. because be. we we've had annoying characters like you know Devin and Josh and you know Kyle sometimes. But I still think you misunderstand Devin. I know, I know that I do. It's just there are so many things he's done that just. Do you like? I don't know if I wholeheartedly agree that he like completely mistreated Gabby. I like I can't, like... I can't put my finger on a point where he, and I could be completely wrong. If I am, somebody out there, let me know. I can't put my finger on a point where he was like deliberately, like outright rude to her and like put her down or anything. Like I mean, granted, granted, he is not the easiest person to deal with. But whenever she was angry, he sat there and granted with a stupid look on his face, but like he took it. You know what I mean? And that situation with Amber B in the dome. She came up to him, and we had our we had we talked about that last week, where it was mostly Amber B, and he was just kind of listening. But you know, I mean, we would have liked to see just like we would have liked to see him do things in the past, like like Devin, be more supportive for Gabby, tell her to go in there. Hey, I believe in you. Go get your skull. Uh, we would have liked to see him um, stop Amber B and like, hey, listen, I appreciate it, but Gabby's my partner right now. I'm not trying to upset her have a nice night you know what i mean like we want more from devin i just can't out like and i think i'm taking this standpoint because i've now ct has now showed us how to be rude to your partner um yeah my perspective on the devin stuff with gabby is that because he's a vet and she's a rookie 
not only did he manipulate her, but he manipulated her to her demise. And I guess, to me, that really? is... Well, because she didn't get her skull at the end of the day. She's probably not going to. So, but I also see and can understand some people who may argue that that's that's the game. That's not his... I, I would say to that, I don't know if that's his job. He has his... All he's worried about is protecting his. You know, and that's not to say I wouldn't like to see him be more, be a more supportive partner, but like... He has his, you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess this goes into the question of when there's a partner format or a team format, who should you be looking out for? I'm just trying to stay consistent because I've been arguing for weeks now that everybody needs to be playing their own individual game. <laughs> so I'm, right. not sure, I'm not sure if I wholeheartedly believe everything I'm saying. I'm just trying to stay consistent. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, it is interesting because... I mean, what is the answer? You could probably, I mean, everyone probably has their own opinions on it, but but it's interesting. Like, if there's a partner format, are you really supposed to be looking out for your you and your partner first, or are you supposed to look out for yourself first? I would argue, I would argue, I would say that like me, my base instincts would want to look out for the partnership first. I would like, that would be my first thought, like depending on who my partner is, but like nine times out of 10, I'm going to be like, all right, me and you till we're told not anymore or until it switches up. But like, if I really sit back and think about it, how I would imagine I would want to play the game would be exactly how Cam and Leroy and Casey are playing. Casey is playing the game masterfully this season. She's quote unquote one of the leaders in the Big Brother Alliance, but also that's why I think her and Leroy are such a good pair because they're both doing the same thing and they understand it. You know what I mean? Like Casey's playing her game. She wants to get to the final. She's just using the Big Brother Alliance and riding it out for as much as she can. Leroy and Cam made this alliance and will sacrifice anybody at any time. You know what I mean? So I like for the game, you always have to play have to be playing individually because you, you I, like me personally, you would assume that the final is going to be individual. Yeah, I think that that's part of why I I just for me, I get I get attached to the partners that we have. And so ultimately, Devin's playing a long-term game. So he is playing individual. I think playing partners first is playing a short-term game. Agreed. So I know that inherently. It's just because maybe a part of me is just... I guess I am kind of shaming Devin, uh, not knowingly, but I think I am because he does come into this game and plays 100% for himself. And he is very clear about that. I mean, he is extremely transparent about that from day one and always has been. Yep. So I think for me, what he's been pretty clever 
I think what I'm missing from Devin is him taking that extra step to be a little bit more clever in his game. Because I do think he slips up in a way where he kind of ruins it for himself. He does. It's pride. Yeah, it is. It is. But I do recognize and, and honestly respect the way that he does play this game. I just think, unfortunately, Gabby came into this uneducated as a rookie and she kind of fell into his game. She started playing his game and it's, you know, not going to work out for her, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it's... Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's going to work out for her at this point. No, I don't think so. Um, One thing I did want to ask you about is... What did you think about Nani's reaction to Josh leaving? Mm, What did I think? You know, it's interesting because she was really upset by that, which I don't want to be insensitive to because I realize that they don't have a lot of contact with, you know, people outside of the house during... Um, filming, but a part of me at first was kind of like, okay, Nani, relax. You're going to end up going home in a couple of weeks, like either because you were eliminated or because the show ended. You know, we're, we're close to the final at this point. Yeah. So the show's wrapping up. Um, I thought it was cute, though. I think it's sweet that they have a really close relationship. But she was really getting upset over someone leaving who has not helped her win. (laughs) Yeah. And she hasn't helped him win either. So, you know, I, I I think it was sweet. I mean, I did see in the Challenge Facebook group people were kind of, you know, as, as usual and needing to give Donnie shit for crying. I think... I mean, we know how I feel about the crying conversation. Who cares? Let people cry. But, but yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I thought it was okay. That was sweet. Sweet? Yeah. All right. That's fair. What did you think about it? Hmm. I don't know if I know how I like I I think it tells me that Nani's never going to win. Why? You can't be that attached to to Josh. Right, but is that a negative? For the game, yeah. I and wow. I'm not because, just like you said, they haven't done anything for each other. Yeah, but is it wrong for her to feel attached to him? Oh no, I'm not. I'm not saying that. that's that's the thing. I'm not saying it's wrong. Like I'm not commenting on her crying about it. I'm not commenting on her being sad about Josh leaving. I actually think it's really cool to see that two people on the show have like such a like deep bond on the personal level. And I like I think they actually have a very very good relationship outside the show. 
I'm strictly commenting on the show. Mm. I see. You can't be that attached to your partner. Yeah, especially. But you you can't be that, like, you can't be that attached to your partner, one, because you're switching partners all the time. I mean, Nani's on her third partner or second, third partner. Either way. But, and then to go even further, like, if if your ultimate goal is to win a final, you being so attached and so content with someone who has have has Josh won a daily challenge? I don't think so. So, you, you like you getting so attached and being so content with someone who hasn't won and isn't like like. You can't depend on Josh to, to get you to a final. You know what I mean? Like, that just tells me that you're looking for comfort. You're not going to win like that. Yeah. I mean, that's true. Like, I, like, and it kind of sucks because we've been Nani fans for so long. And we've commented on a bunch. The past two episodes, there's been comments where it's just like, this is a whole new energy at Anani. Like we've never seen Definitely. this. We've never seen this kind of energy. Like, oh, there's a helicopter. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, there's this. Like, awesome. Like, oh, a headbanger. Like, I want to go down there. Like, I want to be in an elimination. Like, we've never seen that from Nani. Like, that's what she's needed for so long, and to finally get it while she's this attached to Josh. Like, I hope that doesn't leave now and it's so weird to me that josh was the one to bring it out of her which is cool you know what i mean like that's that's really really awesome that you can have that like have that bond with josh that's that's awesome it's just like eight years too late and for the wrong reasons i guess Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like just kind of sucks yeah i can definitely see that um I don't know. I I just feel like every time we've talked about this before, but I just feel like every time Nani comes on the show, she just comes on slightly not prepared. Like yeah. And I'm not saying she can't have feelings or anything like that. Absolutely like absolutely not, but it's just she's always just slightly off the mark. Yep. And that just kind of sucks. It does. Because I, I want, like, Nani has been to finals before. I want to see her win. But if she fully gave her all into it, I don't really know. I, I would be curious to know what stops her from being fully like, all into it. Stuff like this. She may, it's, I, I, don't, I think she's fully all in, but she makes the wrong choices in key moments. Mm. Yeah, that's not, yeah that, that seems like really accurate actually she she acts out of emotion yeah she doesn't have like the the critical thinking aspect to it down you know what i mean like if she was i i don't know Mm -hmm. that's that's what i see yeah yeah that i mean we'll have to see how it pans out with her because now she's been now she's been like repaired with kyle again yeah so nani i'm home (laughs) God, this show would not be the same without Kyle. No, I think Kyle is so underappreciated. He is. He's really underappreciated. He's really hamming it up in his talking heads, though. 
Oh God, yeah. He's really. He loves it. Like you can just tell he loves it. He loves it's, doing the. It's ITMs. more than past the uh, past seasons though. He is hamming it up. Mm-hmm. He's great one-liners. Yeah, and they're all dressing like. Yeah. To the nines for these. They are. Heads. I know Kyle's outfits are. There's been some great. way too deep V's though. Yeah, there has been. Hasn't Kyle had a couple of really Kyle's, deep Kyle's V's? had a couple, yeah. like, Kyle's had a couple deep V's. CT had a just awfully deep V one time. Like, it's, chill out, guys. <laughs> like, no, no need for that. There was, um, there was like a pick collage or whatever of, I don't know, maybe 10 of them on this season all in a black turtleneck Ooh, nah. i was like are they passing uh, this around is this like the sisterhood of the traveling turtleneck like what is tough. this i mean i love a black turtleneck don't get me wrong it just looked like they were all wearing the same turtleneck like they were all sharing this turtleneck yeah i'm out on that <laughs> i really like turtlenecks though i'm not even talking shit about turtlenecks i think i'm out I think you'd like a turtleneck if you tried it. Um, I'm going to pass. <laughs> How do you feel about the um, the overnight challenge that we kind of got left on a cliffhanger for? This is what I've been asking for. Me too. I love a good overnight challenge. I like, I, I've brought it up so many times in this podcast. The I'll keep going back to it. I think it was... I think it was Vendetta's or Dirty Thirty when they did the the all night um, the the all night challenge where you had to stay up and stand on the pedestals and they bring in different things you had to memorize. Yeah. Certain parts of it. Yeah. I get that doesn't fit in this season, but that's one of my all time favorite cha- uh, challenges. Um, this one seems a little over the top. I'm excited. I no that like don't get me wrong I'm really excited to see how this turns out but keeping them up all night with a strobe light I'm not sure how long the strobe light's going to be on but mm-hmm. a strobe light and um and white noise can actually be very harmful Yeah definitely Well I remember when 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 we saw that and they they might have like an alarm in the back or something but I know I said to you if that were me, that alarm would just about kill me. It's because I'm really sensitive to repetitive, loud noises, and that would just about put me over the edge. I think. Well, high frequencies for for like a certain period of time can be very can can be very bad. Mm-hmm. Like tinnitus um, in your eardrums. Oh, jeez, um, that's like it's scary. it's yeah. It's it, they've been linked to, um, and this this all comes from, like, uh, research into hazing and stuff like that from oh, from, yeah, from, sure. co- from college days. Like r- reports of of kids being forced to um, like stay up all night and like uh, have like an alarm in the background and stuff like that. Like it can it can do some serious mental health um, issues have, have come from it. Definitely. Um, like sleep, I mean, even after like, like sleep issues, sleep apnea has come from it. Oh my god! Um, yeah, it's uh, ins- insomnia. Like it, it seriously messes with. Um, and I'm not gonna act like I'm an expert in this, but it can it can mess with a lot of stuff. And I mean, mixed with the 
mixed with a strobe light for an extended period of time. Like I'm hoping they just extend it in post and it makes it seem like it's a lot longer than it is, which is very easy to do. I'm just hoping they weren't standing there for four hours with a strobe light and a siren blaring. Yeah, I was just, that's what I was just going to say. I can barely even be around a strobe light for more than 10, 15 minutes. It bothers me. Bothers it, my eyes. It, well, yeah, like the cones and the receptors in your in your eyes, like it's it's serious stuff. It's not great. Yeah, I'm excited to see what happens though. We didn't yeah. really get a lot of information on it. Yeah, there's going to be some. We just saw TJ like go up and pretend to handcuff them with the chains, but we really knew that they were already handcuffed with the chains, <laughs> yeah. and TJ just had to go up and touch them. <laughs> we saw um some like small intricate puzzles i think and then mm. like an eating challenge or two um oh, I mixed would love in an there eating challenge. there was we so we got a little bit a sneak peek of that um we haven't had an eating challenge in a long time yeah at least not a good one yeah um like to me eating challenges i'm not a fan of the here just eat gross shit okay What's the alternative? I don't think that serves a purpose. I think it was perfectly done in the War of the Worlds final. Right. um, When there was a checkpoint. Mm -hmm. And it's like your time will go up if you... Yeah, and you got to... And and like depending on the order you get there, you pick whichever line of food you want to eat and then stick the people who come in after you with the stuff that's like heavier. Yeah. Yeah, I do like that. I like I like eating challenges with like wagering, like some type of yeah. wagering involved. Yeah. I also think it's I like if like I granted eating challenges are meant to be uncomfortable. Um, they're not going to do your body any like serious harm unless it's um, like flooding you with with some with, with a certain um, like vitamin or, or mineral that you're like low on because um, that's going to that's going to send your body into, into doing weird things, just getting hit with that uh, thing you're, you're deficient of. But, like, they were given water. They had backpacks. They had camelbacks full of stuff. So they're, they're not – they weren't, quote, unquote, dehydrated. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to fuck you up. You know what I mean? Like, you, you're, you, have, you barely slept for two days, and then you have to power through some food. Like, that's, that's going to be uncomfortable. Um, I just don't see how – eating a live grub worm one is entertaining and two does anything good for you i have secondhand ptsd from that like that's i'm not joking i I, I wouldn't i wouldn't do it i've ever seen i wouldn't do it i i have chronic stomach issues fuck no (laughs) like sitting in a shot glass of its own filth and slime is a grub worm that you have to (laughs) that you that you have to eat and swallow whole no I'm sorry, no, I'm not, no, no shot. I, like, that could do some serious damage. Yeah. Like, oh, you have to power through a bowl full of dry cereal, like a full loaf of bread, and whatever else. Yeah, fuck it, all right, I'm going to power through that, throw up a couple times, and be all right. It's so gross. But I like, do like it. I, I, there's... There's no benefit why. to me for the like just here just eat gross shit like I like I don't that's not entertaining to me um, it's meant to be uncomfortable so it's meant to be strategic you know what I yeah. mean like if you're if it's if it's an eating challenge like exactly during War of the Worlds go up 
grab the loaf of bread, start walking. Start walking in circles. Like start Are pacing while eating bread. Are using loaf of bread as a term for the gross stuff? No, no, no. Like during. Oh, you mean uh, like actually a loaf. Of yeah, bread? like a loaf. Of, I think they did when do. Was that? I think it was like sour. I think it was like sourdough. Um, it was during the War of the Worlds one final when like Wes, Kara, oh, in the desert. Oh, okay. Yep. They all ran up I to that table. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, they all ran up to the table, and the first one there got to pick the line of food, leave the rest, and then you pick which line you show up. Mm. So like. You show up and you're left with a loaf of bread. You got to be smart about that. Grab the grab the loaf of bread, start walking, so it digests faster, and take every bite with a sip of water. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I thought you were getting grossed out talking about like the no. grub worms, and you were using bread no. as like a substitute word. No, no, no. <laughs> like that's that's gotcha. like that yes. to me is like all right. Yes. Now you can be strategic about it. This is meant to be uncomfortable. Let's see how many times they throw up. Yeah. Which, granted, I mean, throwing up is not a good thing. That also dehydrates you. Yeah. But, like, that to me is much more entertaining than watching Cara Maria bitch, moan, and cry for 15 minutes about being, like, having to eat a grub worm, hold her whole team up, and have people yelling at her. Okay, but it was gross. No, it, it is gross. Eliminate that whole scenario. Yeah. Don't make them eat fucking grub worms. You know Cara Marie is going to bitch, moan, and cry about the math problem you have coming up, so. Listen, I do miss Cara Marie on this nope, show. Nope, I'm out. <laughs> nope. All right, it's... I'm excited, though, for next for, for next week and kind of seeing how it plays out. Yeah. And we really haven't seen all of the aftermath with CT either. No, so, we have not. Yeah. I think Cam switches. Interesting. I think Cam switches. Hmm, that's interesting. I wonder how they'll work they'll work together now that they're I think Cam's gonna try and have somebody go in wow hmm that's interesting I'm I'm really interested to see how how this plays out and I do think the final is around the corner we're right up against it mm-hmm. well there's probably six pairs left there's all the guys have skulls so that means there's five guys left mm-hmm. there's one skull left to the girls that means they're so every well no every pair let's think about this so every guy uh, there's no guys left without a skull because now nam is gone right so only five guys so there's six girls five guys left okay because there's two girls without a skull and one skull left to be given to the girls so that means one more elimination happens no because Big T and Gabby don't have skulls. Yeah, two girls. And Nani. Ooh. But there hasn't been a uh, double elimination for the girls. True. That might come next episode. But wait. (laughs) I don't know why I haven't We're doing the math wrong. So there's four girls with skulls. Casey, Cam. We got to figure this out. Amber. Amber. And. Anissa. Yeah. Okay, so that's four. Nani, Gabby, Big T, without skulls for the girls. Mm-hmm. Guys, So there's it, seven, seven girls, mm-hmm. guys, Casey and Leroy, Cam and CT. Kyle. So that's four skulls. Kyle and Nani, five skulls. Fessy and Anissa, seven skulls. Um, Darrell and Amber, nine skulls. 
Um, Gabby and Corey, still nine skulls. Yeah, so I think six, that's right. So there's six guys left because Corey. Yeah, that's right. Because all the guys have skulls at this point. So you have to go against for, another except guy. Except for Corey. Except for Corey. So you have to go against another guy so there's basically six guys, to get your skull. So there's six guys yeah. left, seven girls left. That means one more elimination for the guys and a double elimination for the girls. Or, yeah, because they're not going to go. That would mean like 20 episodes if they were going to do yeah. three more eliminations. That'd be too much. Because you got to think the final is at least two episodes, probably three. We're already at episode, we're going to be on episode 13. Yeah, we're right? going to be on episode 13 usually. I think last season was 15 or 16 episodes. Yeah, so it's going to need so. to be a double, a double elimination for the girls and one more elimination for the guys. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Holy shit, that was so hard to think about for a second. I know. Oh my God. Yeah, so that, I, yeah, we, we're almost there. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, we want to talk quick about everything with Lolo. Yeah, I mean, do you want to have this conversation again? <laughs> I kind of I kind of do because we did have this conversation last week, but I feel like it'd be good for us to talk about it on the podcast too. Does what you said earlier about the producers wanting CT to play up his quote-unquote apology and how this episode played out with CT becoming the villain make you change your mind at all about what she said? No, it See, doesn't. I'm on the opposite end of that. Really? Why is that? I don't know if this is me still thinking that CT like didn't do this fully on his own, but like this was so far left out of character. So you think the producers told him to do this? I think it, I think they told him to play it up as much as he can, make a spectacle, be the villain. Why why would that benefit him though? Because they're missing a Johnny Bananas for the franchise, and CT's got a couple seasons left in him, and they want to capitalize because he's not in the OG season. I guess I never really saw Johnny Bananas as a villain, so maybe that's why. The, it's... I, I would say less the villain role and more the franchise player. Like, this is now... Like, C.T. Tamburell is now the, the biggest fan favorite in the challenge. Yeah. For sure. I, they, I agree with that. They're trying to capitalize on that. Or I would I would argue that Lolo was partially right. What so are you trying to say that you think that C, even though CT's a fan favorite, he's kind of losing a purpose on the show and they're trying to give him a purpose? I wouldn't say I wouldn't say he was losing a purpose. I think this, the producers may or may not have come to him. I, I don't, I'm not going to say I think. I would say that the only reason that might give merit to Lolo's kind of... And, and for those who don't know what we're talking about, Lolo straight up came out and said that the producers had CT and Big T win. Um, I'm like I, I would say the only thing that kind of leans toward that is how hard of a left turn 
he made um, because it was out of character. So I think there may or may not have been a conversation with the producers in CT being like, hey, you know what? You have been a great supporting fan favorite for a while. Do you want to be the face of it for however long you're left on the show? If so, be theatrical. Go be a dickhead. Go be whoever you want. Just go go make a, spe- a spectacle out of everything from here on out. See, I think the reason I disagree with that is because what has been said before in different franchises is that the producers don't make people do anything. What the producers basically do is cultivate an environment for someone to act maybe more true to who they are. That's it. You don't think that's exactly what happened? Oh, I I do think that. I don't think that the producers told CT to act like that, though. No, I'm not saying they did. I'm saying, like, in so many uncertain words, like, if if you were CT and I'm a producer... I sit you down and go, hey, man, we, you, you're now the guy if you want to be. Like you, you can be the guy for however long you want to be on this show, whether that's next season is your last season or if you want to ride this thing out for five more years, you're now the guy because Johnny's not coming back. So go ahead and go be the guy. Yeah, that's interesting. And that, and you'd be surprised how like that can creep in your head at the weirdest moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I I don't have anything to to really argue against that because it was the way he acted was very out of left field for how we know him to be on the show. And just like you said, the whole theatrical approach to the campfire. When has he ever shown a propensity to do that type of thing? Yeah, he always goes to bed at like 9.30, it seems like. You know what I mean? Isn't, like it, isn't it very him? He's never involved in any of the drama, He's but he's involved in every single issue this season. Wouldn't it be like, go go back a couple seasons, it wouldn't it be very CT to go put on a beanie, pull her aside in the kitchen while people are still around? And in a very low, grunty voice, be like, hey, listen, like, I'm sorry. You know, like, that's, that's, I'm sorry. Like, I fucked up. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that does seem like, like, that seems more like him than what we saw, for sure. So I, all I'm saying is he might have been trying to be the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, getting back to Lolo's point, I still think she's, I, I still think she's wrong. And yeah, I mean, did the pr- like? I hear that. I don't think that's linked to what Lolo was saying. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Is Lolo is saying that the producers pretty much made CT win on purpose? Which is uh, I'm. Which I don't think well, because Big T. I'm trying was to give. Real, a, like, I'm trying to give a little bit of credence to what she's saying and play kind of devil's advocate because. I mean, that does typically happen. Well, what I just said gives a little bit more credence to the producers playing a bigger role in specifically CT. Sure, yeah. 
And that I feel like, I mean, you work in production, so. All I'm saying that is. That can happen. I all, mean. All I'm saying is none of those contestants over there had a stopwatch on them. And it's very easy to display a certain timer or tell them a certain time or tell them a certain winner if you want. What do you mean? Say more about that. Who's to say Big T and CT actually won? Do you think that they don't keep time? I'm saying it's very easy to make a seven second difference into a very tight win. Hmm. I and, let, and let's be honest, when CT, or not when CT, when TJ introduced the, uh, that challenge, um, the one that CT and Big T won, he made it clear that you had to drop inside the drop zone and then swim to the raft. There's a lot of teams that landed further past the drop zone. CT and Big T included. Again, all I'm, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here. I think that's not to say I fully, I, I, I fully believe it. I still think this shows a lot about Lolo Jones's character. Um, and I'm not saying character in TV, like her, like her, like her moral or ethical makeup. She's not cut out for reality television. Um, she shouldn't be back on this franchise. She shouldn't, like, no, no reality TV show, no self-respecting reality TV show should have her. Um, if she is the, the type of person where she gets to made look not how she wants in the public eye and the very next week violates her, um, her NDI and basically airs dirty laundry, whether it be true or false, on social media. Mm -hmm. um, it's an NDA, but yeah. You, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I've been doing NDI research all day. For, I know, I was like, for, where did that come from? It's, I, I, use, I was like, I know no. you know it's an NDA, I, I use I, I, I use NDI video sources for <laughs> a client. That's It's stuck in my brain. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I agree with everything that you said. Personally, I don't think what Lola was saying in terms of the producers forcing her off the show, I don't think that happened. I don't either. Like, I'm not saying I don't believe that she thought she was being forced out, but I don't think they said to her, Lolo, we need you to leave the show. I don't, I think we're kind of misusing the word forced in this situation. Completely. I think... We talked about this before, but I do think that she had probably said how she's missing out on, you know, tryouts for the Olympic bobsled team. Which she knew. Which she knew about because you know about that like a year in advance. Um, she probably has been saying things to her producer about, you know, maybe missing it and all of that. Nothing's wrong with that. She probably was getting calls. I know that they're allowed some phone time like once a week. So she was probably getting calls from her teammates saying like, hey, coming to do this, whatever. Honestly, she probably did express reservations about wanting to leave the show. And honestly, the producers were probably like, 
if you want to leave, that's fine. We would suggest you do it now. Like, I, I could see that happening. I could see that conversation being one that ha- was had. And she might have taken that as they're trying to force me off the show. There's really no incentive for them to force her off the show. Oh, you're pretty much taking the entire thing that I said to you, huh? I am, because I right. believe it now. Is like. All right, yeah. Don't quote. Don't. Okay. Don't. Yes, you did say this first. Sorry. I. It's true though. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll, I'll tell. I, I'll tell you, ninety-five percent, basically what you just said because you <laughs> literally just said verbatim what I told you when we first talked about this. I'll tell you, like I'm ninety-five percent sure this is how the conversation went because they are however many weeks into filming this show. They're so close to the final after having to quarantine in a foreign country and I can literally hear these producers thoughts probably about the six or seven time Lolo has expressed reservations about being here instead of being at the at the Olympic trials she goes and was like oh my god like I'm I'm so upset like I, I shouldn't be here I can literally hear the words coming out of the producers mouth he is so fed up he's sitting there or he or she my fault and they look at her and go, you know what, Lolo? You're right. You shouldn't be here. That's you, you go. Go ahead and go. They don't like. They're so. They're over it. They're fed up. It's not on them because it's that they're just doing their job. They just told her, you know what? You're right. You should be at the Olympic trials. And you're and you're exactly right. She took it as, what do you mean? I should. You're telling me I, sh- I should be at the Olympic trials? You don't want me here? You don't want Lolo Jones here? What do you mean? Like that, wh- why don't you want me here? I, it's just I, that I can hear the conversation. Now listen, if she comes out, if like for some reason we find out information that like she actually was forced off the show, then of course I'll change my mind 100%. But it's just... And we talked about this, but for any reality TV show, there's really, unless it's like a D situation, I could see someone being forced off the show. Yeah. But Lolo was bringing drama to the show. There's really no positive to them actually making her leave the show, exactly what you said. So, and that's how it is in every reality TV show. I mean, there are people who leave The Bachelor and will say, oh, I was forced off the show, the producers didn't like me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the producers don't like any of you. I'll let let every, if anybody is a reality TV star that happens to listen to this podcast, I'm sorry, and if you don't know this to be the truth, the producers don't like you. They they don't like you. It's It's a very sad truth. They're just doing their job. Most of you are kind of tough people to deal with. It just is what it is. It doesn't benefit them to do that. Yeah. So it, it wouldn't, like in this situation, it just, it just chronologically like doesn't make sense because no. the week before her and Nam were having like a bunch of problems, it would actually be ideal to keep her on. Um, I mean, we do see that Nam ends up, you know, leaving this season because of his so like back injury and stuff. Yeah, me too. 
So You're a good dude. And also a just like a rude way to kind of have him leave. They brought him all the way to the yeah. challenge to be like, you're medically unfit. Like what? With a back sense? injury. Like granted, yeah. they, granted they gave him they a cortisol. They made him get out of bed and stuff. Well, they gave him a cortisol shot. He can't feel his back. I know, but still. Yeah, it, it, it was rude. Ever, for everybody else who's had a medical injury, for the most part, they got to leave right after coming back from the hospital. Yeah. So for Nam, it's like, guys, come on. So, but you know, they need some of, they need TJ saying that to somebody, of course. Um, So yeah, I just, just wanted to talk about the Lolo stuff quick. Um, Is there anything else challenge related going on? Oh, I, I did start watching the real world New York homecoming and I cried. Really? Yeah. It's. Wait, you watched, you watched it without me? I watched the first episode. We can watch it after this if you want to. I've worked it out. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, you're so busy, I know. Um, yeah, I cried several times. It's just... What happens? Well, they they all reunite after being... After not seeing each other pretty much for, you who, know, 25 years. Who gets called racist? Hmm? Who gets called racist? Who gets called racist? Yeah, that's in the trailer. I mean, yeah, because on the original, they go into it a little bit, but they only scratch the surface. But on the real world season, there were a lot, that season, which was the first real world season, they had a lot of conversations about race on the show. I remember. And there were, you know, a lot of conversations, you know, that were racist. And so in bringing this reunion back together, they're kind of having this like reckoning where they have to talk about some of the conversations that they did have on the show that weren't resolved for 25 years. Mm. And so you see a preview of that kind of in the first episode, but I'm excited to watch the rest of it to see Who's how it, it unfolds. Hmm? Who's it between? Um, it's between many of them. Um, it's between, there was something between um, Julie. I knew it would be Julie. Julie and, oh, I forget the guy's name because I, didn't watch the original New York season. Why did I know it would be Jewel? And Heather and um, the other guy. I don't, I don't, I only know Julie and Heather's names. It's been a names. while. Yeah. I, I did know, watch I the know, original. I don't know why I knew it would be Julie. Well, well, because she was involved in a lot of the arguments that became, you know, well-known reality TV arguments. Um, it's kind of weird to talk about. It is. Like 25 years. I know. But it's also really, um, it's really touching too because here are these people who are, you know, they're grown up, they have kids, and they kind of do these flashbacks to like when they were young. I'm getting like emotional thinking about it, to be honest. <laughs> it's so stupid. What, I don't um, know why. But it is any, emotional. Yeah, I bet. I'll have to, I'll have to sit down and, and watch it. Um, is there anything else that happened this week on the challenge? Um, no, no, I don't think so. I think that's it. I mean, that was a lot. Yeah. (laughs) That was a lot. But yeah, I think we will just be back next week and we're getting close to the finals. Yeah, we can do winners and losers. My loser is... I didn't think at all about this, to be honest. My loser is probably Kyle. Okay. 
he's and that's funny because he's actually been my winner a couple times this mm-hmm. this uh, season. But he's my loser just because. I mean, he lost Cam's partner. That kind of sucks. Um, and ultimately, like even though CT looked really bad in this episode, I think big picture wise, this is probably worse for Kyle because yeah. he's probably going to be the next person to go in. Corey's going to go after Kyle. Yeah. I mean, like, if I'm Corey, I'm not going to want to go against CT or Darrell or Fessy. No. So, yeah. My loser would be Cam. Okay. She was on autopilot. And now, now has to deal with CT. That's very true. I didn't even think about that. She was literally on autopilot. Nobody... Felt threatened by Kyle. Everybody was kind of just like, all right, well, we're going to let that one rock. Um, There's not much we can do about it because of the numbers. We'll deal with it when we have to. And now she is, now she has to actually work again. Mm -hmm. My winner for this episode is my girl, Big T. She was utterly humiliated by CT and but honestly this says more about him than it does her and i think she handled it the best way that she could have yeah and i see her having a lot of success on this show and i'm trying to speak that more into existence because i want her to be able to have success and see herself in a positive light on the show i love that i love that um I'll go Corey for my winner. Um, he got Gabby, who Gabby is a... He, she's a decent competitor um, to end up with as, as a partner um, for the remaining time that there's going to be partnerships, which, again, we don't know how long that's going to be. Um, she brings the puzzle side to that he doesn't have. And it's this late in the game where he doesn't have to worry about how strong that partnership is because it's probably going to end soon. Um, and then also he got a target served up for him. If he can somehow get his way, like maneuver his way into, um, if he, if he, I'll say it, if Corey can straight up win this challenge and be the double agent and decide to throw himself in, um, or hell, even if he can decide, like get people to make him and Gabby the house vote, um, to give him a shot to steal a skull. Um, actually, no, no, it was just a guy's elimination. E that might suck, but like it, regardless, if there's another chance for a guy's elimination, Corey now doesn't have to worry about Kyle being tethered to Cam. He can take a shot at Kyle. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Nobody's that's really, nobody's fair. really like, worried. I think that's a good approach for him. Nobody's worried about Corey because everybody has their skulls. So now right. all the guys, all the guys, like this is kind of weird now. Now there's no moves for any guys to make except for Corey. Like every every yeah, person, every person with a skull, right. mm-hmm. every person with a skull has to be defensive except for Fessy. And realistically, CT and Darrell less so. Because Corey's not, ideally, wouldn't target either of them. But everybody has to play defense, and it's all on Corey. 
because he's the only guy without a skull. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If I was Kyle, I'd be sweating bullets. That's right. That's right. So that's about the best. That's uh, about the best situation as you can hope for right now yeah. for Corey without a skull. So definitely, I'll go Corey. All right, we're closing in on this season. Yeah, almost there. Good job, the challenge. You you made a good episode happen. Yes, thank um, you. Kind of sucks the it. way it went down, but don't give me any any more filler shit. Yeah, no we're more, out of time. No more if I see one more filler episode, I'm gonna be fucking irked. <laughs> and way to fuck up the timeline. I know. Let's get back on the like, normal wait, timeline, wait to please. Fuck up Thank the you. timeline. Like, did you? Like, ah, uh, I don't want to go. Yes. I don't want to add any more time I on this you. podcast. But like, last episode could have been a third of the time, or no, two episodes ago. Could have been a third of the time, and you still could have been on track, and you could have saved more drama for the end, but you had to be dickheads. <laughs> Whatever. Learn your lesson from this. Yeah. Or don't, please. and give me more reasons to be upset. <laughs> so. All right. Thanks, everyone. See you next week. We'll be back next week, and we won't be recording on Friday night. Yep. Hopefully. Exactly. No promises. <laughs> Bye.